0: That's right, breaking out the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas with part two of this podcast. Let's roll, baby. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, and then we came back and we had some during podcast, not recorded shenanigans, which is always entertaining to us. Oh, Lenny Dykstra, friend of the sports brew, er, not. <laughs> mm-hmm. But look out, man. When you fight in D-step, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D-Stat's bringing the cheeseburgers. He's going to pound him into your face with his fists. <laughs> Here's your happy meal, bitch. <laughs> but, uh, he, well, maybe he can get his uh, social media intern, you know, <laughs> to do that, to take the fight for him, maybe. All right. Anyway. So, so Justin. Yeah.
1: Well, I know we're getting on <laughs> NFL real quick. Yeah. And. You got to get to Tennessee, Cleveland at some point because there's a couple of old school sports brew sound bites we got to hit.
0: Oh, you want to go classics for that? Jeez, I don't know which ones you're referencing, but I guess I better scroll down to the end of the Winant playlist and see if maybe I can find them.
1: <laughs> um, maybe. the first one's gonna be Danny Green. Well. Actually, you know what? The only one for this one's got to be Denny Green. I'll 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 just leave it at that.
0: You know, well, I can actually. I'll do you one better, man. I'll pull Delaney Walker doing it.
2: <laughs> I was about to say that's probably the best one to do. Yeah, Cause... I know,
0: but dude, bro, come on. I
1: R.I.P. Denny Green.
0: I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. When did he die, man? It was a few years ago. He passed away, unfortunately. You know, there's this wonderful invention called Google if you wanted to verify that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've had enough beer
1: tonight <laughs> that I just really you're, don't care. You're you
0: are not capable of doing the Google? That's no. okay, man. It's all good. No. Because I bet no. uh, I found the soundboard. I'm pretty sure this one, Todd's beloved sports audio clips. I'm pretty sure that one's on there. <laughs> let me look. Let me look here. Or well,
1: freaking me... tuning's beloved sports clips? Oh well, uh, uh,
0: well, actually maybe not. But that one does have Come after me. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> By the way. He's got, he has got—he still is rocking an impressive mullet. <laughs> that dude. I, I'm so, Gunny's got some dangerous hair, man.
1: I, I'm thinking January for my know, birthday. I think those should be problem. the shirts.
2: You know, you <laughs> people in the news media, all of you, <laughs> uh, dwell on some negative piece of <laughs> like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just. <laughs> and you don't have to bleep one single. Yeah, we do
0: we got to bleep all of it coach thanks coach (laughs) thanks that was helpful
2: denny green passed in
0: 2016
2: 2016 years
0: ago yeah
1: and we let them off the hook but they are who we thought they were
0: that's right all right so i didn't anticipate leading off with titans browns but since shannon is requesting it uh we might as well do it Um, I'm not sure if if there was a quicker hype train crashing (laughs) than the Cleveland Browns, man. Holy moly. And look, and I was the dummy that took him into the survivor pool. Like, I straight up, I was like, I don't believe in the Titans. I don't believe in Mariota, Marcos Mariato. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in Derrick Henry. I don't believe in them. And what do they do? They They beat the crap out of them. Now, granted, it was—I think it was like fifteen, thirteen in the third before a full train wreck happened. Uh, Baker Mayfield had—he's the first Browns quarterback to throw three or more interceptions in the fourth quarter since nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> Congratulations! I mean, yeah, you get a pick, and you get a pick, and you get a pick. I mean, it's just awful, awful, stupid game. You know it's dumb when like. <laughs> We end up spending less time talking about the game and more time talking about Odell Beckham's watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous. But hype train totally crashed. So much preseason loving. And honestly, it's too early in the season to worry about. I mean, it was a bad game. And they, they had a ton of penalties. 18 penalties, 182 penalty yards. Uh, their Lyman Robinson got thrown out for kicking Kenny Vaccaro in the helmet. That's a, that's a bad look, by the way.
1: What is it with teams and in kicking or stomping Tennessee people in the head.
0: <laughs> Andre Garud garage rod. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, a little hands-worth throwback. Uh, that's a that's a bad look, dude. You, you do not want to be – you are going to be on every ref's radar from here until the end of the season. That was extremely stupid. Fantastically stupid. I mean,
2: it's pretty obvious he went to the uh, Indomitian Sioux School of Football Etiquette. uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, Uh, 18 penalties is grotesque. 182 yards is awful. Getting thrown out, he deserved to be thrown out. The the most penalties in a game since 1951 for the Browns. 1951, dude. That's way old. That's about as old as that footage from that train crashing, which Randy dug up and shared with me one time. It's about that man, but kudos to the Titans, man. Um, played them tight and then just blew it up late, man. Just blew it up late, and you know here's here's the thing for the Browns, man. You know whether they bought too much into the hype, read too much of their clippings, whatever it was, man. And they they were the preseason darlings for a lot of people. You know, there's I mean there there's so many stories. Oh, you know people putting money on them for the Super Bowl and this and that and blah 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 blah. And they got a big fat dose of reality check. A big fat, you know, like just ass whooping out of the gate. And it's probably the best thing for them. You know, I don't know how good that team actually is with Kitchens, with that roster. Uh, we said they were, you know, I believe they were one of uh, the few teams that, regardless of where you fell in the NFL spectrum of fandom, that they were going to be an entertaining follow. Uh, I didn't necessarily think it would be an entertaining flame fest like wipeout follow but that's what week one was for them but they're they're compelling and even a disaster is compelling and that's you know what i mean week one was a total absolute disaster for them absolute disaster
2: i I agree with you that this needed to happen to them This also proves because you have to figure they clearly didn't have their head in the game no they were. It's. They were like we. Are, everybody loves us. We're mm-hmm. gonna do whatever. And it's like they overlooked the Titans, and the Titans were just pissed, and they played pissed, mm-hmm. and they just they showed them exactly what it means to just don't you know do not look past us. We you know you have to play us, and really the Browns just beat themselves. They really truly,
1: just could not execute at all.
0: Now well, hey, it's let me one of the-
1: some Denzel Washington had the Titans ready.
0: <laughs> well it's always bet on black don't always bet on brown right no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> what can <laughs> what can brown do for you look nothing <laughs> nothing this absolutely game absolutely nothing that's for damn sure i don't know man i mean i think this is one of those you know here's ba- baker was talking about you know obviously they're gonna play the chip on the shoulder disrespect card but you know they brought a little bit of this on themselves and i think it's very real with a young team is that you have to learn how to win and part of really learning how to win is taking some taking some real lumps with losses that you know impact how you prep that impact things like penalties and discipline and handling you know certain situations and moments during a game on the field and all the preseason hype has been fun well, now it's the big show, you know what I'm saying? It's time, and if they have to take a couple of you know haymakers from people and i think I think teams will have it out for Cleveland mm-hmm. as if they were a playoff team that you know got really far last year. I, I think teams are going to have it out for them because of their attitude, because of the hype, and if they can stick it to them and you know get in their heads and and you know do that perfect. Perfect. Hey, I already heard
1: the Jets are going to have uh, Darnold in the uh, Browns locker room this week. So you know.
0: <laughs>
1: well. Yes, Randy. Well, go ahead, say it.
2: No, no, no. I'm not going to say. <laughs> it. Well, like we were talking about on Sunday, Justin, some of these guys that are young, that are high draft picks, they don't know what it's like to lose. No. So this is definitely this is going to be it's a new world for a lot of these guys.
0: Well, you know, you got to take your lumps. You absolutely have to take your lumps. And they're going to take some of theirs, like, out of the gate. And, you know, we referenced Denny Green. Obviously, it's a classic soundbite. You know, you want to crown them, then crown them. I mean, you, and, and that's real. You know, and that's one of the great, the, one of the great equalizers in sports is you, all the press clippings are fantastic. All the offseason stuff is great. But what do you do when the games actually matter? What do you do once teams are gunning for you and coming for you? You know what I'm saying? And to get your ass handed to you, um, to have an atrocious fourth quarter, to be embarrassed in front of your home crowd, to play that poorly, to have Delaney Walker, of all people, channeling his inner Dennis Green. I mean... If that doesn't circle this
2: game, yeah. know, be, this is just another game. We ain't worried about it. I'm going to tell you again, man. They were who we thought they were. Y'all can crown them if you want to crown them. You still got to play football.
0: You still got to play football. Justin. Well, yeah.
1: I can't you played to you... win the game. <laughs> when Randy broke out a whole new world, I can't believe you didn't break out Aladdin there
0: well you know
3: well
1: I didn't say the whole phrase I just that's why I stopped it I was like no we're not gonna go there mm.
3: I know I it's, know. it's you, not you know me
1: guys <laughs> anything that's just cheesy AF I will break it out I'm gonna say this if it wasn't for what Detroit did
2: on Sunday this game would have been the most disappointing game for me this weekend God bless you, son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> a
1: new
0: so fantastic terrible. stack of poo is what that game was. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: outstanding sir
0: <laughs> there you go atrocious so and, and you know they, they they deserve the blowback they ate up the hype i mean i, I don't know I, it feels like baker mayfield did a bajillion commercials uh, they deserve they earned the blowback and taking the loss taking that in the chin you it's know ha- have to uh, yeah no i i think i think it's great because it, it's gonna tick them off and as long as that makes them focus and drill down on the things they need to do they will be better. Yep. They will be better. There's too much talent, you know, unless unless you have organizational mismanagement or malfeasance or, you know, coaching incompetence out of kitchens, which you won't really know until we get the chance to reflect on the whole season. But, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a young team and a relatively inexperienced head coach, you know, as, as far as being a head coach at the NFL level, you know. Uh, not that that's hurt other people. I mean – you can look around and you have guys that that obviously come up and have a great deal of success, but you know, there's lessons in that. And if they take, if they learn what they need to learn from that game, they will be better. Um, I don't particularly care so much about the whole OBJ with the watch thing, but it is kind of fitting. You know what I'm saying? Like I could care. It doesn't matter to me that he wore the watch.
1: Justin. What? We just got a phone call from Peter Griffin He wanted to share his thoughts on the OBJ watch.
0: Hey, where are the white women at? (laughs) Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? The white women were giving Sam Darnold mono, apparently. (laughs) 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 That or, you know, that or Darnold went full Kobe. Tell me how my ass tastes. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Susky, are we? <laughs> <laughs> don't chase me, bro. Oh man. Anyway. Use that? Sorry. Don't me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you play to win the game. That's right. You don't play to Did you all see
1: that Kobe roasted a 7-year-old on That's Instagram? The great thing
0: about sports.
1: No.
3: No, 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 no. I've i heard the, the the real story is he 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 didn't. Seriously,
0: mm. no. I'm yes. not familiar with this story, so
3: that per-
2: that perked Mark right up.
0: <laughs> Can't
2: <laughs> kind of, be talking about the mama like
0: that. Hey, no, man. I, I heard I heard him talk more about it. I understand why it was,
3: it was misconstrued, but basically, there's a picture of uh, this team of like middle schoolers. I guess he must kind of like. Like, help out the team or something like that. Uh Basketball players, and, like, one of the girls was in the picture. Well, first off, I think they got, they won, like, the fourth place trophy or something like that. Like, all the girls look really pissed in the picture. And he mentioned something about, like, one of the girls wasn't there because she was at a dance thing. So, you know, like, he just alluded to, like, so, I mean, that was what her priority was. But he came out later and was like, "Look, I wasn't clowning on her for that." And he like actually shared a video of like him like as part of like a dance troupe when he was in like seventh grade. He was like, "No, I was just literally saying that's where she chose to be." And also, every, everybody was mean mugging in the picture because they were pissed. They didn't want that trophy. I didn't tell them to do that. So huh. I don't know. I think it was blown out of proportion.
0: Probably. That, that, no. That's
3: not the memo mentality. So
0: social media, something got blown out of proportion. Surely, came surely, came surely you jest.
1: That's not Mamba mentality.
3: Come on now. <laughs> I mean, and, and it has nothing to do with somebody up top who chooses to spend more time on Instagram and Twitter than doing their job. But, you know, that's neither here nor there.
0: Neither I'll here nor there. So, I don't know. I mean, I, but it, it is fitting for all the shenanigans and the disappointment and the debacle that, you know, one of our points of fixation uh, from fandom in the media was OBJ, who, you know, Does a great job of being a centerpiece for focus. I mean, he's great at at getting a lens on himself. But it's amazing to me how much time people spent arguing about a watch he was wearing. Right. You know, um, again, I I don't particularly care uh, that he was wearing it. But I do think it's funny. And if you guys didn't know this. So, yeah, the NFL has told him not to wear the watch again. He's planning. He intends to wear it again. And I've seen the estimates for the valuation that watched from 190 thousand to 350 thousand. I have no idea what it's actually worth, but whatever, you know, as a brand ambassador, whatever OBJ is getting out of what Richard Mills or whatever, whatever whatever he's getting from that company, he he he's doing his due diligence as a brand ambassador for them and getting plenty of attention. Uh, but what but I didn't, he- I, what I didn't, go ahead. I was going to say like he's saying it's like so expensive but it's
1: plastic and I'm like how can a plastic watch be worth that much money
0: Because well it depends on you know, obviously, no watch to normal people is worth that amount of money You know what I mean like a $250,000 watch a $300,000 watch is my house You know what I'm saying like that's not the plane of existence that is, that is true Yeah that's not the plane of existence we're all living in <laughs> That's a whole different deal right Can
1: can I tell you a quick Navy story about a watch, and then you can get back to what
0: you were talking about. Just don't tell me it's one that survived war by being shoved up somebody's ass.
1: Uh, No, it's not (laughs) Pulp Fiction. (laughs) So, we're in Greece. Uh Uh-huh. I can't remember if Lindy was with me. He probably was, because I think we pretty much went everywhere together. But we're in Greece, and we go to this watch shop, and they've got all these knockoff Rolexes. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're sitting around and trying on watches, and the guys bring us beer. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm trying all these watches, drinking a beer, finish it, guy brings me another beer.
0: So I'm like, okay. Somebody's rumbling on the mic, man. Be mindful of your breathing. I don't know who that is. Figure it out. You know, sitting there for a little while, just trying on all these Rolex,
1: you know, they say Rolex. I I, I call them the Stolexes, <laughs> but um. And then they bring me a third beer. The Rolex, like, okay, yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy this one. And the guys are like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, you you know they're overpricing this stuff. And I'm like, how many times in your life are you going to have people bringing you free beer to buy you a fake watch? And they were like, huh? I mean, I paid like 130 bucks for like whatever a fake Rolex, but. I got three free beers out of the deal
0: well that it's seems like, like an equitable arrangement
1: yeah when you're like 19 20
0: years old it's like great 40, 40 beers but it was awesome dude
1: <laughs> so anyway go back to what you were doing <laughs> i'll shut up now
0: no right, it's all no it's all good man it's all good, but I, I will say that Beckham's one of the few play, NFL players, I think, with enough gravitas to pull that off from a, a marketing standpoint, so I get all that. It makes sense. It makes sense. But what I didn't realize, and it was interesting reading about this, I don't know if you guys realize this, that's the same watch brand that Nadal wears. Oh. And if you look at pictures, if you look at pictures of him you know, at the U.S. Open, look at his wrist. He has a, a, a very similar timepiece on, because that's not just a watch. I mean, when it's like worth a house or two, that's a timepiece. You know what I mean? Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, that, that that's what that is, right? And he has one, except that except that his is a seven hundred twenty five thousand dollar Richard Mill watch. Can you imagine? Made no. of plastic? No. I, I don't know, I man. Can. I would I would never wear it else. I've,
3: I've known a few people who in my lifetime who were watch collectors, and, I mean, there's, their crazy expensive ones were, like, yeah, in the, like, 25 to 30 grand range. Oh I would my never God. figure any of those out, but let alone a, yeah, <laughs> six-figure watch. Come on, man. No,
0: nah, I, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't. Get, and it's it's one thing for, like, Reggie Roby to be rocking out with his $20 Casio thing, timing, the, you know, the hang time of his punts or whatever it was, but... Two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, whatever the whatever you know, Beckham's watch is actually worth. Whatever Nadal's watch is actually worth. I mean, that's obscene. That's absolutely obscene.
3: It is. The only thing I'll say real quick. And I mean, yeah, oh. you know, it's not a giant anymore, so I don't really. He's not on my radar as
0: much. Yeah, it's okay.
3: More. I mean, I don't wish the guy any anything ill will, but like, mainly, I would just say, I mean, if it legitimately isn't there aren't any sharp edges or anything that would classify it as, as dangerous to be worn, then, I mean, it does feel like he's getting, you know, more unfair attention that like, I mean, cause he is right that other guys wear a lot of different things. Other guys obviously wear tons of jewelry. Um, and then they just have the rule that, you know, can't be anything, you know, sharper or hard that, you know, could cause, you know, injury.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, by the time you start talking about uh, the knee braces and other things, that's kind of stupid because those are football specific. The watch is not football specific. I mean, it, that, that is clearly sure. an accessory, and it's sure. clearly it's a brand. He's a brand ambassador. and It's a marketing thing. But there's no rule that says he can't. Other players have. I don't particularly care about it. <coughs> um, and, yes, it's because it's him. It is, all the extra attention is because it's Beckham. It is. It is. I think we're all smart enough to know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and, um. and I don't know how you get around that unless you just say <clears throat> you know, no watches, no jewelry, no nothing. Off of the chains. You know what I mean? Like you probably have to do everything. No earrings, no chains, no watches, no nothing. And I don't I don't know how important that really is. So, but he's look. He certainly got the press. He certainly got a lot of attention. So, well done, brand ambassador. Uh, oh, and sure. and and that timepiece, like Nadal's timepiece, is, is designed specifically to withstand all all the you know all the impacts and the movements from his swing and playing tennis. I mean, it, it it's there. My understanding is that those brand ambassadors, part of that is that, that they're supposed to wear those timepieces while they're doing their sport and their activities. Uh, in part to show not just to show it off but that they are designed to that degree that they can be worn you know in the midst of high performance things and they just keep going I mean it's an interesting way to do it oh sure I
3: mean, uh, completely (laughs) on sports related I'd just be curious like how much time manpower is put into like creating a watch like that
0: no clue yeah no clue that would be fascinating I have no idea Uh, and it would be certainly interesting to know more about that but I guess if he ends up you know if he keeps wearing it over the course of the season we'll probably find out quite a bit more maybe there'll be a 30 30 for 30 on his watch a 30 for 30 in 30 seconds is probably what it ought to be just for good measure I did just see, and I didn't get to watch it, but I'm going to uh-huh. make sure that
3: I find a way to watch it. But they just did a, a 30 for 30
0: on Rodman, and I feel like that's got to be good. Oh, it uh, has I recorded
1: to that. I haven't watched it, but I recorded it.
3: If
0: I left, <laughs> Let me know. I, you know what's still on my DVR is that one about Bob Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I, cow, I, bro. I think it's been on there for like a year and a half or two years. I keep meaning to watch it. I haven't gotten into it yet.
1: <clears throat> I think there's a sound bite for that. Fargo, Fargo,
3: Fargo come first, but then Bob yep. Knight.
0: It's Fargo, then Bob Knight. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe makes a King John Fargo. Who knows? Maybe you know,
3: maybe you won't know so you watch it.
0: Might have to let Fargo go, man. Oh <laughs> it, it's Bob Knight, man. I can live without him Acc- throwing
1: accidental. chairs Accidental. Accidental. <laughs> really, you gotta play it.
0: Come on, man.
1: You you was, said it, bro. That was, that was, that was no accident.
0: What, you think I would have done that on purpose? Come on now. Yeah, that's, 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 that's. <laughs> Thanks, Kawhi. As, accident,
3: as accidental as the, the chair that's, that's, that's Yeah, that's about <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: that's about right. All right, so I guess we really, you know, we probably ought to look at lessons and things that we, you know, kind of big, big picture takeaways from the week. We'll hit some games and then just some impressions and some takeaways from it. Uh, number one, um, since it was the first game of the season, let's rewind real quick. to Packers Bears. Uh, one of my favorite things out of this game. One of my absolute, absolute favorite things out of this game. Okay, is not number twelve. Aaron Rodgers having negative twelve yards in the first quarter. Although, although that is funny. The twelve and the negative twelve. That's pretty ridiculous and a, a, a fascinating statistical anomaly. Okay, fewest uh, <laughs> fewest yards by any Packers in any quarter by the Packers by any quarter since nineteen ninety four obscenely awful. And I love the third and 40. That was great. Thank you, Chicago. But my favorite part of that game was Tremont Williams <laughs> basically coming out after the game saying they wanted Trubisky to play quarterback in that game that we thought we could win. <laughs> if he was being a quarterback, that was absolutely savagely just brutal, dude, <laughs> just brutal. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, so, kudos to uh, Mike Pettin and the Packers defense. I think they, they certainly earned that one. It wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't a particularly fun game. It, there were a couple of moments that were pretty good, but, you know, by and large, that was uh, as a season opener, that left a bit on, that left a little bit to be desired. Um, it was ugly. It was fugly. It was rough. Um, both, both, both teams but, deserve a loss. <laughs> both teams maybe did deserve a loss, but... Um, obviously as the, pa- the Packer fan in me says it's great that it's just Chicago that took the L side note. LaFleur is the first Packers head coach to win his debut against the bears since Vince Lombardi in 1959. How about me. your, how about your rando factoid? I huh? I would have
3: guessed
0: that. Oh, of course you would have guessed that. Um, also, uh, ran- uh other r- random fun factoid: second time since the merger that the bears have been held to three points or fewer. Somehow I felt that would have been more frequent. They've had some atrocious offenses over the years. But, you know, I don't know. At the beginning part of that game, I was like, Matt LaFleur might be more like Matt LaFired, uh, given how that offense looked. But they got bail- bailed out really by just an incredible defensive effort, a little bit of Rodgers magic, and just enough offense to really get the job done. Um, Aaron Rodgers, by the way, is 18-5 and versus the Bears. That does include the playoffs. So I had some pregame text exchanges with with E., But I didn't hear anything from him late, so. (laughs) He either fell asleep or he just didn't want to talk about that debacle. (laughs) Because it got hot. I think
1: he might
2: have been doing something else.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. I think that's what all the offensive players may have been doing with that one, too. That was was an ugly game, dude. But uh, kudos to Amos. Was he a bear last year, Matt? Yes, sir. Yeah. So kudos to him for essentially sealing that win with that pick in the end zone. I mean, I know there was another possession, but that was really, that was about, that was the one that kind of sealed the deal. So, uh, but I, but I love that note, that notion, that was great for a division rival and then just having that smack about Trubisky out of the gate. Just phenomenal. I don't know what the Packers are going to be. The defense, I hope that's indicative of what the defense can be. Uh, Plenty of wide receivers, wasn't impressed with the run game. Uh, and really, they'll go as far as a healthy Aaron Rodgers can take them. And if he's healthy and upright all season in the defense, um, if that's a hint of what the defense is going to consistently bring, they'll be in the mix all the way. Um, Chicago, obviously, Trubisky needs some more reps, didn't have, I think, any in the preseason, or virtually none in the preseason. That may have been a mistake for such a young quarterback. Uh, the defense, obviously, is still good, but they're going to need more offensive production than that. It's a division game, week one. You don't want to read too much into it. It's just a taste, and it really becomes a matter of what teams learn and take away from um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That is week one. Speaking of ugly and bad and good, you get all three uh, with the Patriots and the Steelers. By the way, uh, the, the Steelers brought all the ugly, <laughs> all the ugly, and all the bad, uh, and the Patriots absolutely beat the ever living hell out of them. Uh, I was on the road because I was taking uh, – Randy, you and I were driving, man. We were taking Whitfield home. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were dropping him off, dude, because we were up at the Fox and the Hound to watch the the uh, Bucks 49ers game. And then I was like, well, we might as well just drive him back to his apartment and then come back. I didn't want to drive home to drop Randy off and then drive all the way out to drop Whitfield off to then come back. I was like, you know, let's just go. So we did. Tom Brady looked excellent. And I know week one is choppy for a lot of teams, but that was a strong start for the Pats. Uh, certainly a rough and tumble and a bag of ugly for the Steelers. And I don't know what it is about, you know, Pittsburgh going to New England, but they are absolutely awful. They are awful against Tom Brady in New England. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, Randy, and I think you and I talked about it, talked about some of the mm-hmm. stats for that. And it, it's, it's an absolutely freaky set of statistics because you'd think some of this would just equalize out or you'd have some regression to the mean or – you know something but anybody other than Randy cuz Randy and I talked about this specifically okay um anybody want to wager a guess about what Brady's statistics against Pittsburgh look like playing them up in New England
1: uh, per game or overall
0: just overall per game and overall you want you want to you want to hazard a guess as as to what his numbers are like
1: uh, a million touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a
0: few thousand yards. Okay. <laughs> that that's probably a good way to look at it. So Brady and the Pats have absolutely handled the Steelers throughout his career, but particularly at when they're at home. He's never lost to the Steelers at home over his entire career. The only time they lost was in I it must have been the year that, that he tore up his age, you know, the Mac Castle was starting. <laughs> It's like 08, 08 08 yeah that's it. seven08. Yeah. I forget which one. Yeah. So Oh wait. Oh wait. Yeah. yeah. So you know this is this is these are his numbers before the game. Before the game. So he's 5 and again it's a smaller sample size cuz they're not going to play but so frequently. But before the game 5 and 0 career record. Let's just say a 72% completion rate, 1800 yards, 18 touchdowns, zero picks a rating of 130 and average yards per attempt of like 9. I mean, just he's lights out against them, man. And I don't I don't know, man. Pittsburgh's a kind of team. I usually they've had a lot they I obviously they've had some drama with Bell, with Brown. Um so they've had some turmoil in the offseason. I get it. I get it. And they've had some slow and kind of rough starts to seasons over the past couple of years, but man, they got their ass whooped. Ass whooped. I don't know what you really get out of that game other than you just you look at the you look at you know New England and again it's week one, so you always have to have that caveat. But you look at what they accomplished and you know they have A B coming, you're like bro. Defense looked good, offense was rolling, Tom Brady looks good. Dude, people are just gonna have their hands full. And if you hate the Patriots, you're hoping like hell that Mahomes in Kansas City or somebody can show up and steal something from them. And you better hope it. I guess you better hope it's not the Steelers because that ain't happening. Nope. Um. But I don't know, Shannon. What? What? I don't know. When you think about this game in particular, is there anything you just walk away like, dude? Y'all just can't figure them out, or, or just stomping a mud hole in them. I mean, what do you get out of that, man? Uh, the, the the one thing I get out of it is that Belichick
1: just knows what Tomlin's going to do, and there's nothing they can do about it. And that that that's all there is to it. The two did who had men, Belichick, Tomlin, mm-hmm. and and Belichick knows what's going on, and, and Tomlin. Hasn't made any adjustments. And there's not a damn thing he can do about it. At all. I mean... Doesn't seem to be. Look, it's up to the head man. The guy that makes the game plan each and every week. To make changes. And figure it out. Belichick's figured it out pretty quickly. Oh, Tomlin, not so much. Now... If that's players can't do it, that's one thing. But I think we've seen enough that it's Belichick, Tomlin, and Belichick just... Well,
0: at some point, don't you end up looking back and, you know, Big Ben's time is winding down. I don't know how much longer he's going to play. I think Deion Sanders had this piece where he said he thought he might retire during the season. I was like, whoa, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Jeez. But... I mean, don't you think we're going to look back at the Steelers under Tomlin with Big Ben and just be like, you guys should have gotten way more done than you did?
1: I think you can say that for a lot of ASC teams at this point. In of time.
0: course you can. But think about some of the talent and some of the players. Now, granted, I mean, it's they got they have won and they've won a Super Bowl. It's not like they haven't done anything at all.
1: They got one with Tomlin. They lost one with Tomlin. And quite you, frankly, Day. let's be honest, if James Harrison doesn't run that hundred some odd yard touchdown back, they probably don't
0: even win that
1: one. No, probably not. So probably not. and of course Aaron Rodgers got him in the other one. Woo. Um
0: That was when Sue Bush made made pierogies and brought him over for the Super Bowl. Holy cow, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of
1: disappointment because, I mean, if you look at the, the type of players that Pittsburgh has brought through in the past, what, decade or so, yeah, of course there's going to be disappointment. Absolutely. The talent at wide
0: receiver. Yeah, well, I tell you what, man, Pittsburgh sure as hell knows how to draft some damn wide receivers. They might draft some Looney Tunes players, but they sure as hell they know how to find linebackers and know how to find wide receivers. Yeah. That junk is crazy. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's there's going to be disappointment, but in the same respect, I'm a Colts fan. Th- there should have been a lot more Super Bowls for Peyton Manning, but, you know, Brady got him a couple times. Burger got him. Phillip Rivers got him a couple times. I mean, it's, well, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> Darren Darren Sproles and Cyphers the punter got him twice.
0: Jeez. So, side note, I don't I don't know if you saw this thing. Maybe we I don't know if we shared it in the sports for chat. Let me see if I can scroll up in my messenger find it, because it made me laugh and Wait. laugh and laugh since you brought up the Chargers. Oh here it is, here it is. I love this. Someone cre- this is just a headline. Someone created a Madden team made up entirely of Philip Rivers children.
2: Oh gosh. Oh come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Philip Rivers and his Damn. wife
0: Tiffany have nine kids, and somebody made it. To me. Look at the forehead on that one. Great day, yeah, dude. Legit, I, I, man.
1: I, I'm going to make the horrible assumption that Philip Rivers is Catholic.
0: I, I have no idea. What I do know is that obviously Philip Rivers' family can be on offense, and all you got to do is get uh, Antonio Cromartie's kids, man. You fill out the other side of the ball man you're set you said ball crow and and fitty rib dude you got a whole squad man you got a whole squad buddy and yes Shannon as a matter of fact I did and you're right you said ball hell yeah I'm just saying
1: dude go to a urology center and get the snip
0: you can use a condom um where the hell are you, know. you going with it? are you talking are, are you saying this to Philip right? Rivers? Like all of a sudden, like like Shannon's giving a PSA about getting like a fucking vasectomy up in here. Like why? <laughs> why? You,
1: you could be like me and have a <laughs> bag of peas on your balls for a few days. Uh, Randy, you- Randy, White. I'm gonna
0: Randy, I'm gonna say it for you. Oh for fuck's sake, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it when Randy says
3: it
0: though. Yeah, I, just drink your beer. I think I think I, I, think I yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I just end up sounding angry.
2: <laughs> well, there's a lot of times you just sound angry. Yeah. Speaking of no,
0: which, yeah. So a salute, salute, salute a clock. clock.
2: All right, I was gonna say a couple quick questions. Oh, Go man, ahead, yeah. What's question for, uh, for Steelers fans? Is this time to panic? Does this? Do you think? this could potentially reflect on what the season could be yes. or is it really too early to tell given the fact that Steelers have always had the op- always had the ability to find decent receivers and decent talent on offense and always seem to come alive late in the season.
0: I, I yeah, think I'd, 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 I'd panic, panic, yes. panic,
3: panic, no concern. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, and genuine concern. Panic? No, not yet. Give them another week or two, but if they come out looking that flat this week and the next, I mean, this week they're playing the, the Jets, especially if it's the Jets without Bell. Steelers.
1: I mean, I mean the Seahawks. Seahawks.
3: Oh, Seahawks, okay.
1: The Sorry. Jets are playing the Browns.
0: The Steelers yeah. are playing the Steelers. What? No, I thought they yes. were
3: playing the Jets. Um, yeah, so concern, concern, yes. Panic, not yeah, yet.
0: I think how they respond in week two is going to tell us a lot. If I'm a Steelers fan, yeah, sure, I'm bothered by the loss but historically they haven't fared well up there. They've had some slow starts to the season. They're a veteran enough team and they've been, you know, you know what I'm saying? This is not their first rodeo. So there have definitely been seasons where they've given too many games away, but that was just a buzzsaw. New England was 100% ready for them. And I have to think on some level, the AB stuff was maybe not at the forefront in their heads, but that, that has to be, you know, that's an attraction, man. And from an X's and O's, and a not shooting yourself in the foot, and a discipline and preparation, uh, th- nobody touches Belichick, dude. Just nobody. And uh, you know, I I like Tomlin, but he like that team identity is very different than what the Patriots are. And do I think they've underachieved? Yes, but they would have had to show up and play a perfect game, arguably a perfect game to do anything, and they sure as hell did not. I don't know that it was Browns-level bad as far as the implosion. I think it, I think that was just a whooping. I think that was just an old-fashioned NFL, welcome to the season, we're going to kick your ass kind of deal. You know, and the Patriots delivered. So if you're a Pats fan, you're happy. Steelers fan, you ought to be a little bit salty about it. Good. Be salty about that crap. And what a weird sequence of events. You know, you got... Steelers fans who were kind of laughing about the whole AB thing with the Raiders and then rage facing with AB going to the Patriots. And then they get their ass whooped on top of it. Mm. That's a, that's a crappy from a fandom standpoint. That's a crappy weekend. Like flat out. That sucks. It's probably not as bad as frozen feet, but it still sucks. <laughs> you know, Eesh. Hey Mark, Mark, Hey Mark Mayock, you cracker. <laughs> 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 Just Um, You know, I don't I don't know, man. The whole AB thing is nuts. And I certainly believe I don't know how you guys feel, but we joked around about it. I absolutely 100 percent believe that he orchestrated his way the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. I think I think he wanted to get released. I think he there may have been a point where he was okay being in Oakland, but clearly (laughs) that ended. And I think he wanted out. And I think all this drama and all this stupidity and all this ridiculousness uh, was exacerbated by a couple of different scenarios. Whether that's Gruden, whether that's Mayock, I don't know, man. Uh, but that that guy wanted out. He did. He wanted out. He got what he wanted um, to get released. And obviously he can make, you know, New England offered him a contract where he can make nearly what he would have made in one year. Not talking about obviously the long thing, you know, long-term guarantees—but if he plays his cards right, you know he gets to stick it to Pittsburgh. He gets to play with the goat, um, the goat, you know, arguably the goat coach and the goat quarterback. Even if you don't have them as your ones, they're in, they're at the table for the discussion. I don't care who you like; they're there. No, um, they're that. Those are the guys. Yeah, you know. So the you know what I mean you don't go there without an expectation of what it is and without having some kind of dialogue and understanding about what their expectations are but to me Antonio Brown is saying I'm going to bet on myself I will you know I will commit to this year I will lift the lumber I will be a team guy and then I'm going to get paid a monumental stack of money it won't be in New England somebody's going to pay him if I had to if I had to put money on it Actually, Mark, let me ask you. If you had to make a bet right now, would it be that... And we obviously don't know what's going to happen with the sexual assault allegations. That That's that's an outlier. That might blow up in his face. That might be a terrible thing. That might be legitimate. I don't know. I'm not sure how to react to that. And We did make some really terrible jokes about it earlier. It's a serious issue. I totally get it. The league needs to be sensitive, sensitive to it. The organization needs to be sensitive to it. I don't know that he should be put on the nfi list it's a civil suit there's some money there's some timing i'm not trying to discredit her i just i think we need more information to come out to have a better understanding of what that really is because uh, the timing is very weird but a lot of things with ab have been really strange but that that would throw this bet out okay if something if, if that turns south and the league nfi's them or something or puts them on the exempt list that's that's liar. But just from a football standpoint, if you had to throw some money down on it, would you take A.B. to live up to this year as far as sucking it up, getting it done, being on field, and all, some of the stupidity at the end of Oakland, being out of there? You know what I'm saying? Like And parlaying this new his last big contract. I think he can get it done. So would you take... Would you put money on A.B. to make it and be okay, or do you think he's going to flame out, do something stupid, and get kicked off, suspended, whatever? Obviously, with the caveat being the sexual assault allegations, because we don't know what that's going to turn into.
3: No, if we're just talking about him on the field, yeah. I mean, I, I – I, obviously, it's – I mean, you know, sometimes I get annoyed by, like, non-football-related stories that, you know, take over our TVs because it's just like – like Ray says, we talk about fucking football. Like let talk, but like, this has been significant. I mean, the, it's 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 nonsensical. I don't understand what the hell's happened. I like the guy. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a Steelers fan you know, through through marriage now with with uh, yeah you know, by Man, association. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's now a Giants fan through association, and so you know, I I love watching the dude on the field. But, you know, what this has turned into, it's, it's, it's genuinely insane. Um, I was going to say, uh, uh, I still haven't gotten to listen to it yet, but my brother was telling me about uh, a guy we certainly like to talk about, at least I do, Bill Bill Simmons, you know, a mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge Patriots fan uh, from Boston. Um, well, before this pickup happened by the, the, the Patriots, but, you know, when Brown chaos was starting, I guess somebody on this on his podcast was talking to him and was saying like you know he's gonna land on the Patriots and I mean Simmons just freaked out was like you're you're just out of your mind there's absolutely no chance you're fucking crazy and the person was like please let's save this soundbite I guarantee it it's going to happen and Simmons was (laughs) like sure please do it's never going to happen so uh, lo and behold yeah exactly I'm sure he's enjoying that now I thought one of the more hilarious things I started to see was. I saw some people genuinely saying that the Steelers were going to be the first team to try to pick him back up. I was like, "That's absolutely no. never going to happen. You're out of your goddamn mind if you think that's going to possibly happen." That one, I guaranteed, they're not looking at what he's doing in Oakland, being like, "You know what? We want that guy back." Yeah, bring him back. Let's, let's let's encourage that to come back to our 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 side of town.
0: Well, that that and Uh-oh. Big Ben can't shut his piehole about A. B. Well, maybe he can now, but. Talking about how he ruined their friendship. I mean, it, you know, the, those two guys—they are not on good terms. It is clear no, they're not on no, good terms no, because no, not, you know what I mean. Because if if they were buds and that was cool, then I think you would have seen Roethlisberger clearly work to try to keep him there instead of that. And I forget what game it was where they had that post game presser, and, and Big Ben was like, "Oh yeah, he ran the wrong route or whatever." When he, when I think it was when they threw a pick, he threw a pick in the end zone. Was it against the bills I don't know it was like some rant was it last year? I don't know I don't quite remember all the details but it was last year yeah it's... but I, I, they weren't on good terms, and it's one thing to be to be able to play together and be functional teammates, but that doesn't mean you're friends
3: no and i mean that, that honestly the on, only stuff I mean besides besides stuff that's been insanely unprofessional and not okay i th- I think for me personally, the stuff that bothered me the most. Was was the stuff towards towards Juju? Because I mean, yeah. Juju did nothing but show him respect. No, Juju's a great guy. I, I like so many things about the guy, and for Brown to just you know, basically multiple times give him the middle finger, and all that kind of stuff. That 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 sucks. That's just not okay. And so. But anyway, the root of your question, do I think he'll perform? Yeah. I mean, I I, I would love to see him blow up the Patriots from the inside and somehow ruin (laughs) them (laughs) for so Mm -hmm. many reasons. Uh, But uh, no, I think the guy's too talented. I think – like you said, obviously we don't know what's going to happen with the legal stuff, so that's that's all all separate. But in terms of just on the field, the guy the guy's too gifted. I mean, that's that's why. I mean, there's no chance. There's there's no chance that this was like going to ruin his career or going to you know, if 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 it continues, if he continues down this road many multiple more times, he's he's obviously going to start you know risking nobody being willing to deal with him anymore. But right now, he's he's just he's too gifted. He's one of the top. Yeah, you know, three receivers in the league uh, skill-wise. And that that doesn't just, you know, doesn't matter how crazy you are. If you still remember how to play football, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's a place for you.
0: Obviously, Gordon's got some baggage. Um, he's back and had a solid – obviously, had a good game. Uh, oh, side note, by the way, do you have to feel a little bit for Demarius Thomas being like, man, this is sweet. Sonday B, we got – Josh Gordon, we got Edelman, I'm going a grab we got Dorsett, I'm in a great spot to get my ring, and then his ass gets traded to the Jets, and then Darnold gets mono. <laughs> I mean, like if you're if you're D T are you like, man, what the F <laughs> hashtag worst week ever. Hashtag man. Hashtag suck buckets. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough way to go. But you know, I don't know. Like what do you like to me it's like if I'm looking at both those teams, I'm saying to myself, what was more indicative of what those teams will be? And I think the Patriots' performance is more indicative of what their season will be overall. I think it was just a bad game for Pittsburgh. The one thing that does concern me is if they come out flat again, um, you have to wonder how much of all the offseason is in their heads. Is Big Ben's heart really into it? And you're going to start to see pushback. If he struggles, if they struggle again and Roethlisberger struggles again, um, how does he handle the pushback or blowback? Uh, from the media, social media pressures, etc., uh, and that I'm not sure about. So I worry a little bit more about them. The Patriots is going to do what they do, which you know they'll figure themselves out. They're at the front end. I think the first half of the schedule for them is pretty soft. Um, they've got Washington. They'll they'll maybe the Redskins give them a quarter or a half, but you know it might be fifty to seven by the end of that game. Who knows? Oh, the, the the Patriots? Yeah, they're
1: they're they're oh, first. They'll, they'll be eight or nine and zero before yeah. they're challenged.
0: I mean, you know, I don't. Maybe something fluky happens just for fun, and they don't blow out Miami just out of professional courtesy. No, I'm just kidding.
3: I know, I know, I know. In terms of this this weekend, Con- Connor Connor was randomly uh, questionable, some kind of illness midweek, but uh, I think they're expecting to play. That obviously would be really crucial if suddenly they didn't have. Connor for Sunday's game against Seattle,
0: but well, 10 carries for 20, 21 yards. You got to step that one up.
3: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. We, we know he
0: can yeah. I know. Can. No, the, the Steelers are better than that. The Steelers are better than that and the Seahawks aren't perfect by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. I mean, they let, they let the freaking Bengals air raid all over them. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think this is just, I, I think the Patriots are just better out of the gate. The Steelers took it in the chin, you know, it's kind of like the Browns, man you get a whooping on you, you pick yourself up, you learn from it, you move on. And I don't know, maybe the Steelers just have to hope, if they can put it together by end of season, that somebody else can somehow take the Patriots out, whether that's the Chiefs or somebody else, just so they don't have to play them. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's I pretty would, wild. Just, but
3: It was. I was going to say real quickly, uh, my, yeah. my last thoughts are just, uh, that was definitely interesting stats about Brady and the Steelers. I was going to say um, – you know, an interesting one I, I was realizing the other day. Do you know um, how many times the Patriots have faced the Giants in the Super Bowl and what their record <laughs> against the Giants in the Super Bowl is? Because that's a really cool stat.
0: Side uh, note, what I thought was great is day. somewhere in the first half of the uh, season. 0 and 2 Yeah, 0-2. Yeah, so, somewhere yeah. in the first half of the <laughs> season, uh, the, the, the Patriots are playing the Giants. And I forget what Ooh. show I was watching, and I don't know who said it, but I thought I was dying uh, because they were like, yeah, you know, although the Giants are our schedule, and it's not the Super Bowl. <laughs> Obviously, being like, they're going to beat their so ass. So it don't matter. So it doesn't matter. You know, and I just chuckled and I laughed. You know, Mark, you'll always be able to hang your hat on that. Uh-huh. Um, you know. That was, that was for Lindy. Yeah, of course, of course. You'll always be able to hang your hat on that. But, uh, okay. you know, I, I don't know. It's it's just, it it's wild. What they have in between the running backs, Brady, obviously losing their center was a big deal. Um, I think another, uh, I think I I can't remember his name. I want to say another line hurt his shoulder in that game. Uh, But they just seem to find a way, man. It's the system. It's the coach. It's Brady. And and they have, I mean, they have uh, like a video game level of skill position filth on that offense. I mean, it's just obscene so they're probably yeah maybe they're 8-0, 9-0 they certainly could be looking at the schedule but um, I'm sure somebody will sneak up and give them a good game or they'll have a, you know an off game or whatever uh, and they'll use that as motivation but they likely control their own fate and control their own narrative um, and I would also bet on it doesn't mean I can't be wrong but if I had to put some money on it um, I'd think AB makes it through the season and parlays it into his last big contract I do believe he orchestrated his way out of Oakland for any, whatever his reasons were when it went, when it soured, it soured and he wanted out uh, and it lets him control the narrative. It lets him pick where he wants to go, which he did. Uh, it lets him send several messages. And if he plays his cards, right, I'm not saying he's going to get a ring, but the Patriots will be in the mix. You know, they will be in the mix barring. some, Unless Brady, unless Brady gets taken out, they will be in the mix the whole year. You know it. I know it. Anybody that watches football knows it. So, And then it's just up to somebody else to knock them off and knock them out. Maybe Kansas City. Maybe.
1: Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. Maybe. But they'll <coughs> have their hands full, right, too. But it's only the week clock. one. Salute, salute the o'clock. Clock. All right. So I am crushing out a lost Rhino face plant IPA. That's a can of champions right there. And I'm also enjoying my Evan Williams and Coke. Uh, we made chili for uh, NF- the NFL opening weekend and had some company over. And uh, Whitfield was kind enough to leave a couple of bottles, a couple of two liters of Coke here for me. <laughs> and so uh, I didn't have to crack open the Mexico, coke man. I went right at it with uh, just a little regular two-liter AmeriCoke. But you know what? There you Add- go. little Evan and... You know, little classic formula gets the job done. Well, classic without the the Coke, classic without the Coke. You know what I'm saying? But good stuff. uh Shannon, what you got, bro? I'm rocking the Legend Oktoberfest, my man. Hey, in the gigantic Stein quality. Yes. So a whole six pack. Yes, a, a whole three and three. <laughs> six pack and a glass. <laughs> nice, Mark. What you got, brother?
3: Uh, I'm enjoying. Uh, I know you hate it, but the uh, dogfish head pumpkin ale.
0: Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't like the pumpkin beers, pumpkin man. Beer for
3: this time of year, I know you hate it, but I hate and, of- and hi, Megan, as she just walked
1: by.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> hate, 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 hate pumpkin I, beers, man. I know you do. I like carving pumpkins. I love Halloween. I do not like pumpkin beer, but I'm glad you're enjoying it.
1: So, so what you're saying is we should not get you pumpkin beer for your birthday.
0: No, if uh, no, that that's like, that's a, if, if you give me pumpkin beer for my birthday, I'm going to like block you from the podcast for a month or something. <laughs> you hear that with Phil? no this, pumpkin beer. Yeah, you show up with Damn, pumpkin beer, brutal. man. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, mutant boot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right it is. It's an automatic mutant boot. You show up with some fucking <sighs> pumpkin beer for me. Nah. <laughs> You bring me a six-pack? That's six episodes, man. It's a week per beer. <laughs> it's a week per beer. You show up with a case, we'll see you next season. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. You can give it to my wife. That Sarah loves some pumpkin beer. But if you do that, you better show up with some rum or some whiskey for me. Mm-hmm. You know, or a sports brew t-shirt with like, you know. Pinching off a loaf or something. <laughs> That's what we need is like, you know, Zeke who. We need the Zeke poo. You know, we need D poo, right? On the front and then Zeke hurdling, like pinching off a loaf on the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like hurdling a log. And maybe it can be Logan. Maybe it can be the graphic of Logan, like that solid, you know, blacked out graphic or whatever color you choose, but that solid graphic and it could just be him getting me to inspect the derriere with, like, the wipes over the d stuff. I don't know.
3: Maybe, maybe we can, like, a com- a commission, like, a, a comic or, like, cartoon artist to, like, draw up, like, me uh, doing, like, a case race with a... Uh, God bless his wife. Holodi Nodda never, Helodinata never, Helodinata never did. The, the whole, I'm so disappointed. I knew it was a freaking raven. By the way, He's by the way... He's just been too scared to take him I up know. on it. I know.
0: Side note, but, side note. Before I forget, I'm only bringing this up now, Mark. For whatever reason, you jawed my memory. We'll be in Charlottesville for part of the weekend, and like a month ago, a month ago. So we spent several weeks chatting with uh, Sue Bush's uh, partner. Is a monstrous FSU fan, monstrous FSU. He has he has like FSU shoes, right? FSU underwear. He probably. He, 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 he can probably go fully geared up in everything that he's wearing. Can. And, yeah, his truck is FSU colors. He's got all that stuff. He's, he's one of those fans, right? And so he was all hyped about going to the FSU UVA game. He was all hyped about it, right? All hyped. Yeah, want to do that. Want to get tickets. Blah. And so somewhere after week one, all that noise quieted down. And then after week two, like, not a peep. And so now it sounds like nobody wants to go to the game. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we're at a point where some, an FSU fan is like, I can't go to a UVA-FSU game because I think UVA is going to win.
1: <laughs> Not only just win, I mean, but whoop
0: that ass. That's amazing. That is incredible. What was it back in the day under Welsh? Was it the more-to-more connection?
1: Yes. Herman Moore from, oh, shoot. Sean Moore. Sean Moore.
0: Sean Moore to Herman Moore. Yeah. The Moore to Moore connection, buddy. There's your local throwback. So, anywho, uh, but it is funny to me, man, because we we were we had originally talked about making like a 151 run, then going to the game and hanging out, and now nobody wants to do it. And I'm like, man, that's crap. I laugh because like, oh, yeah, FSU fan, I know. I'll just go. Y'all probably going to beat up on UVA Well now the tables have turned And where are they at? Running away <laughs> Bitch What <laughs> 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 the hell What kind of football fan are you Running away from the Wahoos you I mean I'm
1: willing <laughs> to go to Devil's Backbone and do a camping trip
0: Yeah Well so I've got a tent
1: Plenty big enough for About 10 people So
0: You're pitching a big tent huh Uh, That's what she said. (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: Randy, what are you drinking?
2: (laughs) So, so, from uh, local brew, The Vale, I am Uh drinking uh,
0: some Tefnut. Tefnut? That's exactly how it's spelled. That sounds like the Chinese Tesla (laughs) ripoff. It is a I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't have a Tesla, but you know what I got? A Tefnut. Hell yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> it, is, it is an
1: 11% Imperial Goza.
0: Ooh, oh my God. 11%? Is got... 11? Yeah. Oh,
1: I think you were telling me about that. I was... Oh.
3: Apparently it goes all the way up to 11.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: Oh. Wow. 11%. Yeah, yeah, so I there. Ow. Holy God. Mars got jokes, brother. Who can it be now? D stat with that. Nice pull, man. Thank
3: you. Redeem my redeem my beginning of the podcast. Babe. Yeah, there so, you go. Bounce it
0: out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we have a we have a special guest, a special guest on the podcast tonight. That's right, the one and only Antonio Brown. Oh, yep. Here's his theme song. Theme song. Together, rub one out.
2: <sighs>
0: anyway, okay, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually like are like, "Oh my god, is that an actual song? That is a legit real song." I don't, I don't know what year that was, but couple years ago a year ago Uh, it doesn't matter (laughs) look look mcguffin look mcguffin mr. tent pitcher that should be a real of genius ad shouldn't it mr. tent (laughs) mr. tent pitcher Pitcher? oh my god how did they how did they miss that one Tent pitcher you think you could pitch
1: a tent for 10 people? <laughs> <laughs>
0: ten- think you can spread it Let me tell pole. you. Let me tell you. A 10 pole tent? That's pretty serious.
3: Whole new world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new, world. <laughs> a whole
0: new world. <laughs> a place I never knew.
1: But you gotta give me some people, Bryson. Knew. And I forget
0: the lady's name from back in the day. Whew. MacGuffin. Who
1: was it, Pebo, and who else from back? Pebo, guys, come on, help Is, that, me is
0: that is that Debo's cousin? What is that, Pebo? Debo. <laughs> oh, anyway, it, all right. Who who do we not cover with drinking before we get lost? Because we need to start wrapping up and get um, out of here anyway. Filled. I'm what? drinking milk. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mark, did you give us your beer? I think you did. But he I did.
0: Can't remember? Yeah. Yes, pumpkin ale. There, you, oh, that's pumpkin right. Yeah, that's I just right. I just I just blocked that's that out of my the head rant because I, of the pumpkin yeah. ale. That's right. I dreamed the dream that pumpkin ale just got flushed down the toilet and never fucking existed. Because <laughs> I hate that shit.
2: <laughs> I suck at that motion.
0: <laughs> what the hell? Pumpkin, pumpkin ale? No, I, I I don't know, man. There's something about the spices, man. That stuff makes me sweat. <laughs> Just, it overheats me. It's the weirdest thing, man. I'm not a fan, dude.
1: So does Rubber One
0: Out. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I mean, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, negative creep. All right, Mark. With you.
1: Since, since
0: um, we're at the end of this podcast, uh, we're, we're, we're pretty close. Pretty pick oh, you want to do a college pick'em? All right, do do a real quick uh, bang out, bang out a quick pick'em. All right, Mark, <laughs> I, I know where this is going, but
1: Iowa is two and a half point favorites over Iowa State at Iowa State, where game day will be on Saturday, and you know those people will be fired up. Do your woman's Hawkeyes prevail?
3: Um, it, it'll it'll feel like a, a a homer pick, but yes, I say they do. I, I really I really like what I've seen out in the first two weeks. Uh Stan, the offense look look a lot more exciting than I feel like they have in the past. I'm usually more used to them being a, a defensive team, which their defenses look just fine. But uh yeah, I, I say they get it done. They they crush their their uh local nemesis uh win by ten.
1: Alright, I got the same pick. I like Iowa to win that as well. My Kentucky Wildcats lost our starting quarterback for the season this past Saturday. We paid Eastern Michigan eight hundred thousand to horse—well, not really horse collar—but break our quarterback's patellar tendon in his knee. So now we. Get I, I like the clarification, home. just in case anybody didn't,
0: didn't know where that was. They—they <laughs> they, they up his Achilles on his ankle. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> did I say that? Yes.
0: Oh, dang, I've had too much to drink
3: tonight. (laughs) You're going mad in here, man. What the hell?
1: Dude, I'm I'm, I'm hammered at this point. Okay, so anyway, Kentucky is eight-point underdogs to Florida. I like Kentucky to cover. Don't know if they win, Mark. Mm.
3: But what do you say? I'm not a Florida fan, but I think I actually got to say Florida covers.
1: You dick. I know. All right, um... (laughs) But but look, if if
0: Florida Florida got the vasectomy that Shannon was talking about earlier, they wouldn't need to cover.
1: (laughs) You know (laughs) what? That that is a true statement, Captain. Thank you, sir. All
0: right.
1: Herm Edwards and Arizona State are 14-point underdogs on the road at Michigan State, where they beat Michigan State at home last season as
3: underdogs.
0: Mm. Oof
3: yeah i'm gonna I'm take them to cover then. i don't know i'm not not expecting to win but they'll keep it close and they'll, they'll lose by seven
0: doesn't that
1: feel like an easy cover kind of like army does, this past weekend at michigan
3: could always think trap but yeah yeah
0: it's a trap but yeah
3: I, let's, uh, let's take them to cover i don't know i don't right. say wins by more than the touchdown all maybe, right maybe 10.
1: that's that's kind of what i'm thinking too uh, anyway for those of you who are uh, degenerates, look at the brew page. Mark and I do a college pick 'em each week, a six pack of picks.
0: Um, you know but not a, not a t- six pack t- of pumpkin t- ale picks.
1: Check the words right. Don't do that, it. That's not how we roll, man. Eighty four right. seventy five in the first two weeks, you know, we got winners. Mike Singletary wants winners, we got winners. We got you back.
3: Very true. Mm-hmm. And and we, we we've always done NFL picks too. D stat a little caught up with the moving stuff, but I'll make sure this this week we'll get some NFL picks started as well.
1: All right. Then Good. uh I'll get you the college picks and you give me the NFL picks and go. uh
0: we'll fire those up on the page, my man. See look sure. at that. All right, well let's run through a couple of quick hitters as we wind up. Uh I, I want to give a tip of the cap to uh Lamar Jackson, obviously, for having oh. and, I mean I, look I know it's the Dolphins. I get it. I totally get it. But Lamar Jackson absolutely torched Miami. Five touchdowns, 42 points in the first half. I mean, the dude, 17 to 20, 324 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, and a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3. Outstanding. I mean, just filthy. He is the fourth quarterback in the Super Bowl era with 300 yards, five touchdowns, zero picks, and an 85% completion percentage in one game. You want to wager against the other three? Uh, Brady, Manning, and Breeze. Brady, Breeze, not Manning. Try again.
1: Oh, Mahomes.
0: No, go. No, go. Alliteration. Brady, Breeze. Rogers. Seriously, dude. Somebody, uh, Whitfield, do me a favor and go look up the word alliteration. That word's too big for me. Yeah, well, that's what she said, yeah. and that'll be, that'll be the only time you ever heard a woman utter that. Uh, uh, anyway, Brady, Brady
3: Brady Brady Breeze Bridgewater,
0: not Bridgewater. Right, right. First letter though. I'm
3: killing myself trying to think of other B quarterbacks. What's wrong with me?
0: Seriously. Oh, the,
1: um, oh shoot! What's that kid's name?
3: Steve. Bortles.
0: Bortles, oh. get out of here! Foh <laughs> of Bortles.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, Bro that nonsense.
0: Who is A B not friends with? Brothless burger. Big Ben. God bless. You guys have been drinking. Is <laughs> I was, I was well, you know, that the whole point? I was thinking last
3: names, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, I never, so was so mark. I'm I, not gonna lie.
0: I never dropped that qualifier on there. Anyway, yeah. So, look, <laughs> last, se- last season it took 97 passes for Lamar Jackson to have four touchdowns. Against the Dolphins, he had four touchdowns on his first nine passes. I Video mean, game. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, it was just completely 100% filthy, man. It just, just abs- without a doubt, monstrously ridiculous. And kudos to him, dude. Kudos to him. And I, I, he had one of my favorite lines uh, of the week. <laughs> one of my absolute, I, I hope the sound quality on this one is decent. Here we go. Oh, man, I can't even hear it. Boo. Anyway, well, that's crap. Thanks a lot for that, that not worthless. Not bad hour. for
1: running back.
0: Yeah, that sucks. Because that was a good line. Let me refresh the page. I'm going to try this again.
1: <laughs>
0: take two nope and audio is dead That's didn't all right. the fail, yeah lamar jackson on today's performance not bad for a running back i thought that was fantastic because you have to have thick skin. Number one, if you're going to, you know, anything where you're like the absolute focal point of a team or of a city or of an organization, um, you're going to get a lot of heat. You're going to catch a lot of flack. You're going to get criticism, okay, particularly when things don't go well. And as exciting as, as his run was last season, and I don't mean, you know, run as in running, although that is kind of fitting, um, that was a tough out. That was a tough end of the year, Right. So to come out of the gates, play like that it has to be super satisfying for him uh, as a young quarterback, uh, just showing off his arm. Now, again, I know the coverage was awful. The coverage was awful. The Dolphins are terrible, dude. But, you know, you play who's in front of you. And if they're going to play like that, you tear them up. I mean, they and scored 59 points, dude.
3: It's a, it was obscene, but and I mean also I love that quote just because he's, he's making light. I mean, it's not he's not doing anything, he like if it's super salty or no. or mean, mean spirited. You know, he, he knows what people say, and, and yes. he's a young guy, and and shows he's got thick skin. He can you know take a joke, and you know he's just you know making a good point. And uh, yes, yeah, like and, like and Baker
0: Mayfield seems like he's pissed all the time, right? Right. Like it's a d- yeah. and and I'm okay with Baker as a pro, but I mean there, I mean he seems like he's pissed. He takes it all personal. You know, Lamar Jackson's like, whatever, man. Yeah, that's right. fine. Look what I did. I, I'll i handle my business. You can say what you want. It's not in my head. I'm going to handle my business. Yeah. You know, much different vibe. So good for him. Kudos to Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I mean, that's a lot to live up to, but that's a, hell, that's a hell of an open, man. Yeah. That's a hell of an open. So we'll see what next week is. Awesome. I, I'm a little bit... I'm disappointed, obviously, for um, not so much because I care about what happens with the Jaguars. I'm not. But it is kind of funny that the the curse of Foles anywhere other than Philly rears its head again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so bizarre to me that in Philadelphia, Nick Foles is like the savior, right? It's right. Wentz who gets hurt. <laughs> and Foles, like, saves the day. Every, it's like every time Foles leaves Philadelphia, bad mo it's bad mojo, bad juju. Like how does that happen? It doesn't even make any sense. It's so strange to me. He got hurt on on a just a, an absolutely fantastic throw. An absolutely fantastic throw. Uh and it's a fluke thing, it's a freak thing. It's just bananas. Mahomes still lo- looks like Mahomes doing MVP things. Uh obviously it took some hits, took some shots in that game, but Jesus, made Sammy Watkins look like a damn all-star all pro. I mean, that was bananas. Mahomes, by the way, is the first quarterback in the last forty seasons with two hundred pass yards in the first quarter of the season opener. He was eight of nine for two hundred and eleven yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. First quarter, bro. And I I mean it stinks about Tyreek Hill. It does. Obviously, I think the Jaguars a little bit more impacted with Nick Foles breaking his clavicle. I I don't know, man.
3: for that that game, I gotta say credit to Minshew, the backup. I mean, yes. yeah, he definitely filled in quality. Plus, I don't know if you saw. Or he has a great.
0: Saw, he has some great facial hair.
3: <laughs> he does. <laughs> I, you see? A, I saw a picture of him wherever they were playing this week, like flying in, like he was wearing this, like. It looked like a silk shirt, maybe like three but three buttons up. So I mean, just chest hair and everything
0: all exposed. Oh, like, that's great. Change, change around. Look
3: like a '70s porn star. Looks he's pretty lighthearted. Got a good sense of humor. Is is yeah. like all right. I can get behind this
0: guy. Did he have the Fitzpatrick glasses? Was he going? Uh, I, think, I think he did. I'm yeah. not surprised. You know, if you're gonna do it, you, you know, all out, man. You go all the way exactly. Yeah, go ahead, make Mayock, uh, make Mayock, make Mike Mayock happy, man. 100 percent all in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just do it. Uh Mark, real quick out of curiosity, um, uh, reaction from the Cowboys Giants game.
3: Um, honestly, I mean I don't have much. I mean I I've told you.
0: Positives?
3: Uh Saquon Barkley. Evan Ingram. <laughs> uh ingram for sure mm-hmm. uh no i yeah i, I expected a dumpster fire of the season i have no expectations uh i've said that watching barkley will still make the season highly entertaining mm-hmm. uh i and I, I definitely wanted and expected ingram to, to step up and and, and he, he certainly did for that game um but um yeah i i more so think that people probably should pump the brakes on like Overly hyping the Cowboys just because of that game, because I mean that that defense was Swiss cheese. I mean the the, the, the numbers they put was on uh, was was horrendous. And 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 you know, you know I, I'm five to six wins for the Giants. I hope uh, <laughs> is reasonable, but we'll see. I mean, I really, I mean, I don't know why you laugh. Like I not like that means they would go anywhere i mean i don't really care what happens i i, I think it, to me it's all about uh prepping for the Dana jones era it's I, prepping
0: I for the you, transition you, we know you, that you let,
3: you let eli you yeah. know to me eli should should have the reins for probably the first 10 to 12 games of the season and uh and then you let jones start the last you know four games of the season and see what he can do. I uh, like you. Uh, I liked what he did in the preseason. So I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I think that all the, the haters aside, I mean, the guys who, you know, make these evaluations and make those, these decisions perhaps know a little bit more about like, you know, what they're doing than you know, all of us, you know, armchair quarterbacks. Maybe. So, um,
0: Possibly. I,
3: I, I think that's, he showed a lot in preseason. And so i I'll, I'm just, I'm curious to see what comes next. So
2: Mark, how bad would it have to be to see Jones sooner?
3: Um, that's a good question. I, you know, for me, I just don't see the point, but I, I recognize that that's just me. Um, I mean, that's it to me, you know, you know, I mean, I I guess no, no, I I recognize that no team in the Dolphins, you know, executives are hoping that the season, you know, goes well. Like you don't go into it just assuming that it's going to go terribly. But I, I would like to think, realistically, nobody within that organization expects them to be a Super Bowl contender. So to me, um, I wouldn't do it unless it's you know forced by injury. But um, I would say if you know, if they're you know barely putting up a touchdown a game, you know, stuff like that. Uh, if they're just not even able to move the ball, and defense is just completely boxing in for Saquon, may, maybe midway through the season, you know, maybe more like you know six, seven, eight, but I, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I just don't see the necessity. I think that you know, to me, Eli's earned what I expect to be his final season. Let the man play out most of the season. Let him, you know, have hopefully a respectable final season, um, and you know. And and groom, I mean, let him – let him. I mean, I think – how often do quarterbacks come in earlier than they should and just blows up in the team's face? Too often. Far too and,
0: often. And, and they have the luxury of, you know, uh, obviously Saquon year two. And yeah. this is two for Ingram, right? Or is this year three for Ingram? I think it's three for Ingram. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they, they have some nice young positional talent. They do. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what that line is. Obviously, Eli can't move that well at this point. So, you know, I, I just we've talked about it a lot, and obviously off podcast, but um, but we've talked about it on too. I just, you know, that's a tough market. They're gonna have to be the judge if they if if they really believe Jones is ready. It's different. It's one thing to let him come in and get some mop up duty. It's another thing to, to have him come in and and just totally take all the heat. I think Eli's better. It, and it, not every quarterback can be a good mentor for the next. Person, but I think Eli can, and I think that's a distinct advantage with the connection that they have. And I can't think of was it uh, Sutcliffe? I can't remember the coach's name that that kind of ties all that together with Eli and Cutcliffe. Cutcliffe, Cutcliffe. yeah, yes, uh, Duke uh, with, with Jones. So I mean, I, I think you've got a different kind of deal there anywhere than most teams have because yeah, I mean,
3: of super, super super limited ego with with Eli, right? Um. And I mean, as, 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 as secured his legacy in New York.
0: He's need fine. He's people. a Hall of Famer. He's got exactly. rings. He's fine. He's um, fine.
3: He's, yeah, great greatest of all time. Um, <laughs> so uh, oh,
0: against the Patriots in the Super Bowl, he's the goat.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm kidding, and you know it um but uh no he secured his legacy in new york and so yeah i mean just and i I think another concern for 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 me as a tie hard giants fan is i already thought it got obscene at points last year when games were completely out of rush out of reach and barkley was still getting like 25 30 touches i just feel like you know eli can you know at at least you know give him some 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 security that they they can have a multi-tooled offense. I feel like Jones especially in the beginning, you know, as they should, they're going to want to ease him in, you know, carefully. So they'll still want to be more run heavy and I just feel like again, if the season means nothing, I want to see Barkley and you need to use him, uh, but I don't want to see him getting just unnecessarily banged up and getting an absurd amount of touches per no. game. I forget
0: what uh, the threshold was. If it's 350, but anytime you're getting close to that 400, it's yeah. too much. They, they 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 no, you can't
3: I mean, we've all seen his is his, his you know tree trunk legs are ridiculous. Dude, dude, dude He's can, a beast. can 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 withstand a lot, but I I don't want to see him getting burned out mm-hmm. early. No,
0: I I mean I I think they need to do. I, and none of us here are Cowboys fans, but you think about the progression and what they've done well over the last few years. Uh, we can make fun of obviously you know the coach. That's one thing, but. They've drafted well, they've brought players along well, they're reaping some of the benefits. Now they're starting to pay a lot of money, so they're going to have a window, clearly, with Zeke and Dak and everybody else we're going to have to pay. But you have to be judicious with your use, and you have to understand what you're building and what your team, you know what I mean, like your team concept. And you don't want to waste Saquon on a, not to call it a throwaway year, because that's, I mean, it's the NFL, you hate to look at it that way. But you don't want to burn him up, you know what I mean, when it's clearly not going to go but so far. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you play, know, right. I mean, you know, you know you're know, you in transition from Eli to Joe. I mean, you know that. So you want him to play. You want fans to see him. You, you know what I mean? I, load management, as the NBA says. So you want to be judicious, but you don't want to waste them, because what you need is the best part of – Saquon, for this next transition, which is post-Eli. And if they get Jones right, you, you know what I mean? You want their proms to line up, which is exactly. what Dallas has been able to do with Dak and Zeke bringing in Cooper. Uh, you know, they've done well. And I uh, you can hate on Dak, and I have not been a buyer of Dak. I have not been a buyer of Dak Prescott. And that is a week one deal that is the Giants defense – I hear all that, but I will say to you that Prescott, 25 of 32, four or five yards, four touchdowns, zero picks, perfect quarterback rating. He's got some numbers. I don't love the guy, but I think that open with a Zeke that wasn't 100% up to speed, up to snuff, integrated, he looked good. I know the, I know the Giants defense has <laughs> didn't look great. I get it. We can make the same argument about about Lamar Jackson with Baltimore against Miami. I get it, but it has to be what's in front of you. He was decisive. He made quick reads. He didn't waste a lot of time. That offense was efficient. They had big plays. I, they did a lot of things right. That was a great open. We'll know more about him over the course of the season, but I think, is it Kellen Moore? Great job with the yeah. offense. Yeah, Dak, they, that Dak, got, got
3: Gallup, Gallup is going to be a great receiver. Gallup before.
0: looked great. Uh, they, they have made a lot of smart moves to get that team to where they're at. And they have a window. I don't know how long that window is, but they have it. But they, they've aged that team together with that core. Whether if, if you're thinking specifically Dak and Zeke, Cooper they traded for, I get it. But you know they've got a window, and they've built for that window. And the Giants need to build for that window. If they got Jones right, you leverage Ingram and Saquon for the next three to five years. You don't waste a bunch of touches and a bunch of carries on last year, this year. You and I both know that. And that's the point of that. You know, that's the point of that. So, yeah, uh, but... but I, I thought I thought that had a tremendous tremendous game one. Again, it's game one, open opening the season. You, you you don't want to read too greatly into it, but I thought he looked good um, and better better than he has. And I, some of that might be a reflection of what Kellen Moore is doing with the offense, the skill position talent they have. Um, but he deserves a, a tip of the cap and a raise of the glass. And I hate to do that for a cowboy. I really do. Uh, fun it, by the way: the Cowboys. Jerry Jones purchased them for $140 million in 1989. One hundred forty, right? Going into week one, <laughs> this does not factor in Dak, but it certainly factors in Zeke. The Cowboys are paying out $185.5 million in guaranteed money this offseason. So he is spending more in this offseason in contracts for players than he spent to buy the damn team in 1989 that is ing- well, a team's worth what four and a half yeah. billion at this point and, you know if if you put yeah. the cowboys on market they would probably be about the most expensive franchise in pro sports certainly here I and mean, maybe it's, maybe some soccer teams or some football clubs in europe would be worth more but in the american sports landscape they would probably be just about the most expensive one you could find because of uh the brand because of the stadium because of the revenue you know what i mean um oh, and, yeah. and they're good right now they're good i'm not saying i don't know that they're great but that team is at least good and you can go anywhere in the world and find a cowboys fan man oh. you can go anywhere yeah, in the that's world the truth. because uh-huh. they'll t- it because they'll tell you <laughs> it's it, you know like you know, like that joke where I, you know you go to a bar and there's a CrossFitter and a vegan and something else, and a Cowboys fan, how do you know? Because they tell you. (laughs) You know, It's that kind of thing with him. Um, And
2: I I will say one last thing about the game. It was kind of neat seeing Jason Witten back out on the field, but let me tell you, even he falls slow now. I mean, he's slow on the field, and he falls slow. Molasses, uh... dude.
0: Molasses. (laughs) Um, I want to give a special shout-out to the Washington Redskins for um, effing with my emotions as a fan. Um, getting out there 17 to nothing. Um, at one point, uh, although I will say I'd, I'd scary Terry McLaren, bro. I think that dude's got some jets. There's some upside there. I was actually a little bit disappointed that Mark randomly woke up at four thirty in the morning and picked him up. Cause I almost waiver claimed him. and I guess I should have, <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to waiver claim a red skin skill position player except
3: that's I, was, I, did, I wasn't sure why you yeah. knew or how you knew that i was and that's all right that,
0: that's of course how i knew you woke up at 4 because i was like god damn because i'm up at six i'm up at seven <laughs> other assholes or you know whatever i was like motherfucking mark i was like free agent he didn't waiver claim him that's bullshit and then yeah, yeah. i
3: was i was surprised i didn't think <clears> that, that would work but uh it did
0: yeah dick um, but, uh, he, he had a great, he had a great debut. Uh, I, obviously I don't trust any Redskins skill position players for shit. Uh, I had a lot of conversation with, uh, uh, actually Matt about guys and I decided that I couldn't keep guys. Uh, cause I had, a, I had him on my bench in the keeper league. I stashed him on in injured reserve last year and I was like, I can't deal with having a Redskins running back because it's going to, it's going to drive me nuts as a fan. You know what I mean? Like mixing fandom with f- fantasy football is dangerous. So I was like, I, that's the guy I'm going to get rid of. So I got rid of him, and I cut him because I didn't want to deal with it. I'm glad I did. I feel bad for the guy because here we go another season. He's hurt, got knee problems, going to have meniscus. If he hasn't already had it, it's going to have menis- meniscus surgery. He, he might be out the whole year, depending on what they do um, or what procedure he has. It's just too bad. He's shown some a little bit of flashes, but pff, don't know if he's any good. He didn't – well, Redskins – didn't flash a lot of success against the uh, eagles solid first head they were strong out of the gate um keen on vernon davis by the way loved that play loved watching vernon davis hurdle people and break tackles and pop off for a 48 yard touchdown and randy when you were over here i thought i thought vernon davis hurt himself i thought he injured himself I mean, but you know no, what we, i didn't realize part. what i didn't realize is that his grandfather died on saturday oh wow his grandfather passed away on Saturday he plays on Sunday and he's clearly t- he's just overcome with emotion that's all that yeah. was I thought he was injured and I was like oh my god what a terrible way to go out you know you, you have one touchdown, your seasons over right Nah, I mean that was about his granddad so uh, rest in peace to Vernon Davis his grandfather great start for the Redskins they get a field goal to go up 10-0 uh, you have McLaurin with that 69 yard touchdown to go up 17 to nothing And Randy, I remember telling you, I was like, dude, I need one more score out of the Redskins to believe in this. Do you remember that? Yep. I said, I need one more score. And you know what they didn't get? That one more score. And then all of a sudden, it's a 51-yard bomb to Deshaun Jackson. I'm like, motherfucker. And then it's Alshon Jeffrey, that bastard. And then it's a 53-yard bomb to Deshaun Jackson. I'm like, yep, this is how this crap's going to go. Redskins punt on three straight possessions. They melt down in the second half. They get a garbage-time touchdown to close the close the gap. But Redskins going to Redskin. Eagles second half, dude, 25 points, 8-10 to on third down. 16 first downs, 21 minutes time of possession. It was just crap. Um, Redskins just stunk when it mattered in the second half. Good on the Eagles, I guess. Maybe they just caught them <laughs> a little, little by surprise, actually being competent. But I do think... Old scary Terry, I do like that kid. Um, I don't like the Redskins offense, but I do like Scary Terry. I think that kid's, I think that kid's got jets. I think he's a player. I don't know if anybody else has anything from that game, but I do want to give a special shout out to the Lions fan that was out at the Fox and the Hound when Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> when Matt and Randy and I were out there. It was hilarious. We were watching a game against the Cardinals, and that dude looked like he was so happy in the first half. And then you could just watch this guy. And I kept pointing him out, kept looking at this guy as he started to get more stressed and more stressed and more stressed over the course of this game. Um, Kyler Murray looked like a damn bag of disaster. He was throwing Danny Werfel floating rainbows up in the first half. They looked like shit, dude. They looked terrible. 70 yards in the first half, sacked, throwing bad throws, bad picks, all the stuff that was butt suck they were doing. And then you get to the fourth quarter. Cardinals cranking up a couple of notches. And it looks like the, it even still, it looks like the Lions are going to close him out. Fourth quarter, 24-16 Lions, Lions lead. Looks like the Lions are going to close him out. J.D. McKissick calls in a short throw from Stafford. Looks like he's just going to haul off for the first down. But there's some screwy crap going on. Daryl Bevel calls a timeout, which he shouldn't be able to, by the way. But the refs give it to him, and they blow the play dead. What would have been a first down, the refs blew the play dead from because Daryl Bevel called a damn timeout. So what happens next is, of course, they don't convert to third down. Of course, the punt is blocked. Of course, the Cardinals score a touchdown to uh, Fitzgerald on the pick play. Of course, they get the two-point conversion. And we're just watching this Lions fan just get miserable, get bent and get miserable. And it was glorious. (laughs)
2: <laughs> sitting there, he's got his hands in his on his face. He's uh-huh. just sitting there going, "This uh-huh. can't be happening. Can't be a- this <laughs> can't be happening." And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: bro, you're a Lions fan, you know it's gonna happen. And there was actually there was actually another Lions fan in there, and they were like, "Yeah, of course they're gonna do this. You're gonna lose. They suck." I'm like, "Yeah, way, way to way fan, guys." Uh, but kudos to Kyler Murray, and it, you know, for them just finding a way to to kind of gut that out and turn it on late. Uh, And Kyler Murray just bombing out. You know, it's Detroit, dude. It's the Lions. They do dumb crap they always have. But for Kyler Murray to have that that rough of a start, for the Lions to be up the way that they were, for that to morph into that kind of game, to have really almost a a fantastically classic finish. Murray bombing away to Larry Fitzgerald. uh, Forcing OT. I mean, there was a lot that happened. <laughs> Lions gonna lion dude their fans knew it they knew it and it sure as hell looked like Matt Stafford and the rest of that team do it yeah and, and they were they were a gift interception it was Tremaine Brock had a sure-fire interception in his midst dude in his mitts yep. that would have put the Cardinals in field goal position right at the very end and it couldn't bring it in I mean that that was a tie But as far as I'm concerned, that was a win for the Cardinals because they they didn't deserve to have any piece of anything in that game, nothing, not a tie. The only thing they they looked like they were gonna have was a big fat L on their forehead, and they somehow pretty much still do, yeah, and still pulled a damn tie out of that. Second straight year, by the way, that a game ended in a tie in the first week. Last year was the Browns and the Steelers. Super So random.
2: let's go from the most yeah. disappointing game, the way I look at it, to the most exciting game of week one mm-hmm. with Houston and the Saints.
0: <sighs> that was a wild one. Y- y'all were talking about that before the podcast. I don't know what you got for me, Randy.
2: I mean, that was probably the most amazing final two minutes I think I've seen in a
0: long time. That was pretty wild. And at least at least the Saints didn't get hosed in the second half with a rando <laughs> set of <you> know, fifteen <laughs> seconds disappearing.
2: <laughs> I'm just watching I'm just watching this fight these final drives and I'm just like, Wow, Watson's just absolutely lights out. Just two throws, boom, boom, touchdown. Boom, boom. I'm like thirty seconds left on the clock, and I'm going, That's just too much time. Too you much don't time. give Breeze that
0: much time. Too much time for Breeze. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Number one, Deshaun Watson takes too many damn hits. That dude's going to get hurt, but he is some kind of exciting to watch. That is for damn sure. Um, incredible! Whoa, did somebody just fall out of their chair? I just dropped my cell phone. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> incredible. That was, I mean, it really was an incredible ending, setting up the last second field goal. But just for Watson to lead that two, a a two play touchdown drive and. <laughs> However long those plays took, it was ridiculous. Um, Actually, did Whitfield just pass out on his bed? He may have. It, it, is, it is funny possible. to me. It is funny to me, by the way, that you had that weird call at the end of the first half, where the Saints essentially get hosed by the refs and lose 15 seconds. Which, quite frankly, you can make a pretty credible argument that that ended up costing them a field goal to close the half. Because Lutz missed a fifty-six yarder, you give Breeze another fifteen seconds. Yeah, maybe something goes wrong. Maybe they turn it over. Sure, could have, would have. You know, ifs and buts for candy nuts every day be Christmas. But they're probably attempting something a little closer in than fifty-six. At this, right. you know, at the end of the second half in a similar scenario, the Saints closed the damn game out, man. Uh, I did think it was funny, however, that it looked like the best-selling jersey in New Orleans was the ref shirt. Did you see how many fans were wearing like (laughs) ref shirts? Up in his, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy, crazy. So, but that was an exciting finish. That was one of the best games. Arguably, that was the best game of the weekend.
1: I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, what do you? I I, I think we're done. Let's wrap it up, man. (laughs) We're good. Look, vasectomy, man. Don't have to wrap no, it up no, anymore. No don't, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool.
1: Imagine before As Van you, Wilder
0: was saying. No you know, Overtime game there, Shannon. Yeah, in that vein, do you remember before you attack or wrap your whacker? <laughs> is that the... <laughs> is that the... i just, Wait. Just,
1: you know, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds,
0: uh, Van Wilder. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. There you go. Here, hold on. Hold on.
2: So no, no thoughts on Colts Chargers?
0: Hey, hold on hold on a second, guys. I'm about, uh, lost. Hold 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 on a second. Hold on a second. I have for real am about to piss myself. I have to go pee before we wrap up this podcast. I need like thirty seconds just to piss. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Alright, sorry about that, guys. Now I did pause that while I went to go unleash the beast and, and pee all uh-huh. I did I did the fast and furious piss. That was that was heavy duty, dude.
1: Vin Diesel is proud. Yeah.
0: No, I mean that was one where it was like, you know you know, nuts and butts, man. You're clenching nuts and butts, trying to survive the next couple of minutes. There was no you're way.
1: Flushed, and while you're still pissing.
0: No, yeah, that that was. Uh, that, dude, I'm telling you, fast and furious, man. I was, I was just, I was just rolling, dude. Whew. Anyway, all right.
1: <laughs>
0: My God. So the, the question was: Is yeah. how
1: did I think Jacoby Brissette did? And I thought he did just fine. He was efficient. He did what he mm. had to do. You know, surprisingly, the, the disappointment was Adam Vinatieri. You know, he missed two field goals. He missed an extra point. Aww. Uh, You know, that's at seven points. They could have taken care of the game in regulation. And uh, it didn't. Um, I'm not worried because it's Adam Vinatieri. He'll be fine. So, uh, Although the meme of Adam Vinatieri saying, wait, we can retire? After uh, Andrew Luck retired, kind of <laughs> worries me a little bit. But, yeah,
0: that's fine. Um,
1: I I gotta imagine this
0: this or next year is his last year. But oh, he's up you know. on it. He's 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 done, dude. It's just silver, a, it's just a matter of when he goes. You know what? I, I'm I'm ready.
1: He is the silver fox at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that mofo has a silver beard. The hair is silver. He was in the league when I was in high school, mm-hmm. if that tells you anything. So well,
3: age and the stress of just before, being a before, kicker. Before I was even born, shit.
0: Um, I think before just, D-Stat yeah. was born. Ma- Mark's yeah. our resident post-9-11 baby up here in the sports brew. <laughs> so <laughs>
3: Better stay away from Dykstra. <laughs>
1: Oh. You're legal. You're legal now. Hey. Hey. As Dykstra was saying. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: you walked right into that one, See? You mm-hmm.
1: did. You walked right into that one, D. <laughs> quickly walk in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Belt face. March.
0: So, uh, did Matt pass out? Because this next story is about him.
1: Uh, his his foot's on the bed.
0: Right. So you, I think so he's done. Th- there's an NBA. MB- <laughs> This was on uh, NBC12, and the headline says, Nearly half of Americans don't change their underwear daily. Come What's on, man. <laughs> Whitfield, freshen up, would you? <laughs> oh, oh the foot's moving. Hold on. <laughs> oh, is he moving? Oh. Well, uh, the foot moved. I
1: don't know if he's moving.
0: Probably not. Also, like the uh, the rando uh, Madden a glitch that has Shaquem Griffin catching one-handed INTs with his missing hand that's awesome thank you (laughs) ea EA sports if it's in the game it's in the game
2: imagine just watching the uh, handless
0: arm (laughs) reach up and snatch a ball did you see that promo with peyton manning with with the stickum and how like the ball would stick to his forearm that's what that's what that's what griffin needs he needs some stickum on his nub (laughs) <laughs> just
1: <to go> <laughs>
0: that would be great. Hey, y'all laugh, uh, man. If he does that, it's gonna be awesome. It would be. Side note: uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this guy's name. The Cowboys Chidobe Awuzie says he was drug tested after catching Saquon Barkley from behind on a 59-yard run.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. Come on.
0: He got That's a. That's like He, got a, yeah, he got a quote laying some yeah, dude out. Yeah, he got a quote random drug test end quote after the game <laughs> dude he had a good angle y'all he didn't need to get drug tested for that that was just a that was a damn good football play oh man. come on man shoot y'all couldn't y'all he couldn't drug test stuff. chris carter when it mattered. why are you bugging that dude get out of here right.
3: <laughs> all right can i gotta i've got i have i've got a really quick uh off off sports story that I think you know, Capital enjoy. Yeah, uh, maybe you heard about it, but apparently there was a uh, flight, a transatlantic flight that uh-huh. was uh, over the northern Atlantic Ocean the other day, and it had to be diverted to the Republic of Ireland because the pilot had a cup of coffee without a lid on it that he spilled all over the panel, <laughs> and like buttons were melting and things were smoking, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we need to. All right, we need to divert this." <laughs>
0: Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, y'all.
2: That should not happen. How? (laughs) Put a lid on your damn coffee.
0: Seriously, man. Button that up, mofo. What the hell, man? Jeez. That pilot gets this. (laughs) Hell yeah all right all right all right let's actually wrap up and get the hell out of here i think we covered all the games we probably need to cover uh any wrap-up thoughts takeaway thoughts anything else from week one or is everybody happy there's probably something we forgot but whatever
1: just just looking
0: forward to week two and uh seeing growth and hopefully potential from the team so you you want you want to see the Chris Cooley measure right grower not a no, shower no no we don't we no, no. Gr- <laughs> we want to see showers not growers <laughs> you speaking from experience there
1: Shannon what are we talking about you want show sh- it on the field not yeah anyway <laughs> I'm, gonna some, the, it, I'm gonna it, shut the uh, I'm gonna shut the f up at this point is, is there something you need to tell us I mean just forget to ask well fellas. Uh, <laughs> the Colts suck. So here we go. There you go.
2: I wouldn't say they suck. Don't. I wouldn't say oh, that.
0: Oh, Didn't Lindy send us a tweet of a banner? Yo, there it is. I love that one. He he sent it at us. Uh, you know, because they had that. Um, I don't know. That they have those random banners up, and those have been memed. And I love the fact that there's a Colts banner that says "Booed franchise quarterback for wanting to live a happy life." <laughs> that. Was hilarious. It's a dick move. It's a dick move by Lindy move. <laughs> that was a dick move, <laughs> but it's pretty damn funny. Hey,
1: he'll he'll own it as as I know he will. Yeah, of course he
0: will. That, that's that's my boy. Oh so. oh oh! And before I forget, this I, maybe this can be walk off because I meant to do this over the summer. All right, I meant to do it, but I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna do it now, man. What the hell? What the hell? Why not? All right. So one of my favorite summer memories, man. We went to the Dukes of Hazard Good Old Boys Fest, right somewhere in Virginia. I forget where the hell it was. It was fantastic. It was great. We rode monster trucks. There were General Lees all over the damn place. There was midget wrestling. I saw D-Stat like totally like just pile driving people. It was glorious. <laughs> it was so great, man. It was so good. I never thought I'd see D-Stat on like Monday Night Raw at the Dukes Fest. It was so phenomenal. <laughs> Your side hustle was great, dude.
1: Side hustle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so like Sarah wanted nothing to Sarah wanted zero to do with the midget wrestling. She was like, "No, I I, I can't do it." I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go over there." She's like, "I'm I'm leaving with the kids," so she leaves, and I go over to the midget wrestling, and I'm having a grand old time. And so, um, they're doing pictures, and they're obviously you know you gotta pay to take a picture with these guys. I'm like, "That's totally worth five bucks." So I give the dude five bucks, and I take like a selfie. With the whole crew, whole cast and crew, and I texted to Sarah and I'm like, "What do you think?" <laughs> and she was like, "Don't dare post that on Facebook." <laughs> and so I just sent it. I sent it to y'all. I sent it to y'all in the group chat. I was dying, man. I was absolutely dying. But my favorite one of my one of my favorite parts, other than the General Lees all going, I have never seen that many orange cars in my life. It was insane. <laughs> I loved the Dukes of Hazzard as a kid, and I still love that car. It's an iconic vehicle. But I love the fact, as I'm chilling, I was disappointed that there was no... We couldn't find any beer, right? I was super disappointed we couldn't find any beer. And all of a sudden, like, I'm by the track, and we're watching people race General Lees around and do stunts and all this stuff. Because you could... They had a ton of these things on track, and people were just riding around. Of course, they were honking the freaking horn. Surprise, surprise. I must have heard the, heard the General Lee horn 10,000 times in a day, which, after the 50th time... You either have to tune it out, or you're gonna go mad. (laughs) It's it's a cool horn, but at some point, man, you're just over it, dude. Um, But these ladies that like this dude in this El Camino, and these ladies in a golf cart, and they're just running, they're just driving around the track in circles. And so they have all these coolers, and they're just like, "We have beer. We're selling beer." And I'm like, "Yo, yo, hold on. Are you? Is this legitimate? (laughs) Like, this is a true story. If you have beer, if you have beer, I will buy beer from you." And she's like, "Yeah." So I had flagged them down because nobody else did. I don't know if they thought they were kidding or what, but I went up to them, and they opened the cooler up, and this woman pretends to check my ID. She was probably drunk. Uh, she totally <laughs> pretends to check my ID. She can't see shit. She's like, "Ah, oh, it's too sunny. You look old enough." I'm like, "I'm I'm fine, man. Like I'm forty. We're good." Uh, and I, you know, I buy a beer. I'm like, "Well, can I get two? She goes, "Yeah." So I get two, and then I'm like, I'm looking around, and I take them up to the track, and I'm like, wait a second, man. I know yeah, we got both kids. My wife, you know, Sarah's fighting with the kids because I'm off taking pictures with you know, General Lees and going around the track, and Sarah's looking for ice cream and I'm drinking beer and hanging out with midgets that are wrestling. It's phenomenal. Uh and I'm like, yo, yo, it, it, they're getting ready to drop off. I'm like, hey, can, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Can I buy some more beer? And they look at me like, Yeah, sure. And I'm like, This is great. So I go back to him. I give him some more money. I, I get some extra beers. So you know they're just hanging out in their Daisy Dukes on the El Camino in a golf cart, selling beers, driving on a racetrack with General Lee spinning out and burning donuts and honking a freaking horn. It was so glorious. Monster trucks, dirt midget wrestling, the Dukes of Hazard and General Lee's dude. It was so fantastically summer. It was glorious, and. I don't know how much money they made selling beers randomly around the track, but they cleaned up because they sold those coolers out. I know. Mm -hmm. I bought six of them in one fell swoop. (laughs) Loved it. (laughs) Loved it. So silly. So dumb. So dumb.
1: (laughs) I I think that's a walk off right there, bro.
0: Hey, man. Keep it between the ditches or whatever the hell it says. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> doesn't matter alright it, that's my deal seven, it's, it's 3 o'clock it's, in the morning gentlemen we gotta go
1: it, it's, ti- it's time to call it a day Yo, it
0: is It is. alright from all of us to all of you enjoy your weekend enjoy your evenings enjoy the football college pro all the above it's been fun hanging out been fun catching up I thought we would keep it around 2 hours we greatly exceeded that time threshold we hit the 3 piece sorry guys that's what it is, man. Segment two was two hours. I might have to trim that up, but uh, that's life. Look, we're the sports brew. Yeah, I'm telling you. <clears throat> Yay, circumcision. <clears throat> um, Anyway, we're the sports brew. You can find us keywords sports and brew, uh, at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, <laughs> livesportscaster.com, a whole bunch of other places, man. That's the ticket. That's the deal. I've submitted the podcast. It's on Tumblr, man. It's all kind of random stuff. You can um, find
3: Whitfield on Grinder.
0: You can uh, find Whitfield on Grinder. Swipe. Do yourself a favor. Go sw- swipe left. Just, <laughs> do you like the Titans did and just th- just throw the Browns in the trash, dude? Just throw it out. Um, get out of there. Uh, unless you want to burn heaters and flick boogers, man. I don't know what else to tell you. And uh, listen to some Chewbacca noises, maybe. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Uh, yeah. Mark, that's cold, bro. You shit wolf. Anyway, from all of us <laughs> to all of you, enjoy your weekend. We're the sports brew, and we are back, bitches. Oh my god, woo-hoo, week one, woo-hoo. we're a little crazy, but we'll catch you next week. Hopefully, we can, uh, you know, be slightly more efficient. Maybe doubtful. I I highly doubt it too. It's rarely, hopefully. Highly. Anyway, let's all be miserable and work tomorrow, except for Matt. <laughs> So from all of us, all of you enjoy your weekend, <laughs> we'll catch you a little bit later. <laughs> good night now. <laughs> good night. Peace. Just a good old boy. Yeah. Just a the, the fuck just happened. I don't know. I'm a good old boy. That's not the ending. You know my mama loved me. Yeah, she did.
2: But
0: you don't understand. I want that line. What is it? Is, is it the mountain might get them, but the lawn never will? I don't know. I can't remember the actual.
2: You know what happened, Shannon? Alcohol
1: happens.
0: Alcohol. Oh, here you go. The... I needed alcohol tonight, so
1: I'm going to deal with whatever happens tomorrow. Oh, here it is. First here day.
0: it is. It we got it right now. There you go. It That's right the system like a modern-day Robin Hood. <laughs> there you go. On that note. Late. All right, gentlemen, get some rest. We'll catch you later. Sorry. All right. Uh, good night. Later. Good night now. Matt already had a nap. He's good. <laughs> Late. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> night,
2: fuckers.
1: Bye, guys. Later. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Yeah, that's right. Making their way the only way they know how. Well, that's just a little
3: bit more than the normal amount. Just a good old boy. Wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin
0: Hood. Yeah. Yeah.